Hi, this podcast is supported by patreon.com forward slash exovation, the uh, anchor.fm forward slash exovation forward slash support site, uh, which actually helps me produce this podcast. And most simply by you, the wonderful listener, all you need to do is actually just listen to the podcast, including the ad from whatever advertiser I have that particular episode, and uh, automatically Anchor will send a payment through to uh, keep the lights on here at the podcast and keep this podcast coming. Thank you so much. Excavation is experiential innovation, the approach for beginning to think in a wholly new way and develop new ways to experience life itself. This podcast is therefore all about raising human consciousness. Each episode, I, your host, Gordon Montgomery, build the conversation around a new, more philosophical and indeed spiritual path forward through the overlap of chaos and order for you society and humanity at large. This path I'm calling Wave 21 and exists now within an exponentially more challenging agenda that's coming within the 21st century. This is your positive wake-up call. If you feel so inclined, please support us at patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash exovation. Thank you very much. So I'm a futurist. I come uh, at a lot of these topics from a future perspective. When I talk about the future, I'm really talking about the near future, anywhere between now, which is 2019, and uh, 2030, approximately. Um, Really what I'm mostly focusing on in this second season of the podcast, yay, season two, finally here, Uh, what I'm focusing on is... um, the near future. So the next, you know, two, three, four, maybe five years. Um, so uh, this first podcast and the series for this particular season of podcasts, uh, the episodes will all be around um, the acronym that I have uh, intentionally put together, which is called Helpers Can, H E L P E R S C A N. And so that's an acronym which I've talked about in season one. For healthcare, education, lifestyle choice, politics, uh, earthlings, religious beliefs, sustainability, cities, abundance, and nutrition. So those are the 10, and this first one is all about healthcare. So when we talk about healthcare, uh, that varies from country to country. I was born uh, born in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, um, under the British uh, health care system, which is called the National Health Service, NHS, and was, to all intents and purposes, free. Um, a lot of the last 10 years, I have not had health insurance in America. Uh, so, obviously, the American system is one where, you know, you pay for everything, so basically a private insurance um, companies. It was a setup, I believe, I don't know the exact history. Um, don't really care that much, but... Uh, you know, that the companies were partially paying. So, you know, these benefits that people were getting, you know, they were getting jobs in order to get benefits um, largely. So we're in an interesting kind of impasse at the moment when we look at healthcare. Like, what is healthcare? Caring for your health. 
Uh, one of the reasons I have not personally used healthcare a lot is uh, I take a much more holistic view of my health and I've taken on a plant-based uh, diet and other routines, uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical habits, uh, particularly, you know, um, dark leafy greens to decrease inflammation and so forth. Um, I'm really raising my consciousness about what it is to have a healthy body. Um, I am of the mindset that um, all you have to do is uh, kind of look after the basic mechanics and system of your body on a daily basis and your body will heal itself. Now, I'm very well aware that, you know, people, you know, get cancer and <clears throat> you know, there are other diseases and other things that happen for folks. Uh, so, you know, I'm very well aware of that. And, um, you know, looking into the future, um, you know, I think it's very likely, of course, there's a lot of automation coming, a lot of advanced uh, intelligence or what people are calling um, uh, artificial intelligence. I, I think more as advanced, just really blending with, uh, with AI and machines that learn and us teaching machines. I can see a lot of jobs in the health uh, industry, especially things like radiology. I mean, someone said, um, uh, I think it was Tamara McCleary, I think is her name, or Tamara, Tamara McCleary, perhaps. Uh, anyway, uh, Futurist, he's written some stuff uh, for Gartner, uh, their advisory um, publications around healthcare. And her, her uh, little uh, quote was, you know, wouldn't you rather... That your radiologist, you know, that's doing your reading your brain scan or your body scan or you know your uh, whatever scan um, that that radiologist is a machine that can spot maybe a thousand times more accurately and maybe a thousand times more early uh, earlier um, some issues than a human who is going to be fallible or may have had you know uh, a couple of drinks last night and is you know doing their morning shift or I'm not suggesting radiologists at all or some sort of depraved uh, class society. Um, it's just a simple fact that I think most people in certain areas will very readily accept um, technology in for just the precision that it brings. Anything that can be systematized will be. And that's everything, FYI. You know, in the societies that we've created over, you know, since the Industrial Revolution, as we enter into the, you know, next, some people are talking about the fourth Industrial Revolution from the World Economic Forum's perspective, or the fifth even, uh, as we keep evolving and, and um, blending into a more networked approach, uh, for our society, we are going to see uh, the care of our health uh, with an ever-aging population, by the way. Uh, we're going to see it morphing and changing. And actually, I believe blending with these advanced machines and uh, teaching the machines uh, what we know. In terms of the age of the population, we're looking at, you know, a gen, um, we've got the boomers, um, the Gen X, Gen Y, who are the millennials, the Gen Z, then there's a Gen A, B, and C. I believe the C is like the kind of the kids who someone like, you know, Gerber, Baby Formula would probably market to, and all the folks that market to Jimbury, uh, I guess, before they went out of business and got automated away. Um, I got taken away by uh, Amazon, I'm sure. Uh, that, or some sort of e-commerce. So, uh, yeah, so we're looking at about six generations, you know, and at least three, four, maybe five of them in the workforce. Uh, so we're looking at, I think the latest projections were, um, you know, looking at folks above 65 and below five, uh, those two lines on the chart are now starting to diverge where there are two going to be projected very shortly about 2 billion 
uh, more humans over 65, 65, 75, 85, 95, and above um, in the population compared to the, uh, you know, um, folks below five. Uh, you know, fewer kids being born, populations worldwide kind of flattening. Um, There's a lot of kind of scaremongering about the populations just growing, 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 how we're going to cope with everything. Um, I think technology probably will catch up with a lot of the poverty, a lot of the disease, all the stuff like just really baseline uh, that the Western world is kind of taken care of, but you know other parts of the world have not. So I do think the baseline will come up. Suffice to say, though, there are going to be older people in the population as a whole and doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, and you know, as bodies do become physically. Uh, abused and perhaps folks are still you know taking things into their bodies um, you know of course I would say via uh, animal products really whatever your nutrition is that they've not been taking care of their health and their fitness and their exercise or just couldn't or were too busy or whatever was going on that uh, there will be more demand um, on the healthcare system so uh, not only will there be more demand on the system you know there'll be more machines coming in to take over um, you think of surgeons, right? One of the big things, I mean, I don't know the surgeon who did the work on my hip, you know, and thank God for him. I don't know him. I mean, I do, I had a lot of visits with him and highly respect him. I do know his name, but, um, you know, uh, and if you need a hip operation, I can recommend him to you here in Austin. I think he's got a wait list of about two years at this point though. Um, a machine, a robot, will be able to do that operation much more precisely. Surgery is a lot about precision, and we're getting a lot better. People say, oh, you know, we can't even do facial recognition that well. And Well, it's coming, you know, and, it, and those folks that are working the technology end of things are um, working very hard, shall we say, very, very hard. There's a lot of money, a lot of progressive money, like it or, or loathe it. Uh, going into uh, health and um, you know, what's coming next. And look at the Apple Watch, for example. Great example, you know, that it's uh, starting now to really, you know, detect kind of biorhythms. Uh, I highly recommend everybody read Uval, U-V-A-L, Harari, H-A-R-A-R-E, I believe. Uval Harari's book, uh, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, and his two other uh, books as well. I think it was like something like a, a history of, the history of the Earth and uh, Homo Deus, something like that. Um, but uh, yeah, Uval Harari highly recommending talking about infotech and biotech, and you know that's coming, right? It's been coming, right? We're already in the artificial intelligence, or as I like to call it, advanced intelligence, coming into healthcare. You know, and one of the ways we can start looking at raising our consciousness is not only in these physical realms of what we have already. It's like what would it take for you to heal your own body? You know, and we're seeing a lot more healers, you know, exiting the shadows of, you know, the woo-woo world and actually seeing how everything is energy and speak to any physicist, uh, you know, Einstein will be one of them, you know, uh, and uh, they will tell you how, you know, E equals MC squared, energy equals mass, you know, uh, materialism, energy equals stuff, you know, times the speed of light squared, which is a constant. So, uh, you know, really that, that equation, you know, is, uh, well, Really what we're saying is uh, all the materialist world that we call reality in 3D is actually energy, literally is. That's physics for you, uh, which just describes the physical world around us. So reality being, and everything is energy, you know, your body only, you know, seems to stop at the edge of your skin, right? There's definitely a differentiation between your skin and the air around it. 
uh, we're visually set up to be vigilant uh, to what is the human body, how, do, how does it work, this is my body, it's your body, it's all energy, right? just the vibrations become much, much more subtle. And this is one of the things as we become, you know, we have this thing called ascension sickness, <laughs> you know, as you become more sensitive and move up through the emotional scales and mental into a more heavenly way and kind of, you know, more of a, a higher perspective, uh, like a godlike view of yourself, realizing you're part of one universal source energy. Um, you do start to get messages in your body, emotional, physical, mental, spiritual messages, often uh, cold or flu-like system. Symptoms will show up in your system. And so this is one thing just to be aware of. These are all illnesses are messages, right? And they start very, very, very subtly uh, as we become more empathic or empathetic. Uh, I like the word empathic uh, version. Um, you know, we uh, obviously we're more sensitive, right? So you're more sensitive, you're more easily damaged or broken or upset, right? Like very highly trained athletes. I remember some of the, I was never the best rugby player on the field, uh, but some of the very highly trained ones would like go over on their ankles all the time, you know, whereas I wouldn't, I'd just keep slogging on and really had no damage from 30 years of rugby apart from, you know, uh, kind of just grinding my body down and not looking after it properly. Um, hence started correcting that such that uh, my last medical checkup, um, uh, you know, I was 50 years old and he said, well, basically your body is 37. So uh, and I'm, I continue to work on a plant-based diet and exercise and particularly the mental habits you know, to have my body heal itself as much as possible. In fact, uh, supposedly, you know, other parts of my body should uh, be breaking down given they've all done, you know, the running, the hundreds of miles of running and judo and everything I've done. Uh, over the years at a pretty high level um, that uh, only my right hip is the one that is uh, being replaced by metal. It just had become too painful. I caught it just too late. I uh, had bone on bone, uh, no cartilage. But uh, the other hip, although you know problematic to a certain extent, I've now been able to holistically start looking at that and energetically work with that hip, work with my nutrition, uh, in particular you know a plant-based approach, uh, even looking into CBD oils uh, that are starting to come onto the market now, and uh, you know, without the THC component, obviously the drug aspect, just the CBD healing, which people are just beginning to understand how that's not marijuana either, and all from the hemp plant. So, um, you know, uh, one of the things you can start to learn about your body and raising your consciousness just in the physical realm is. Yeah, one part may be damaged, but you can strengthen other parts. So I can strengthen all the core muscles all around my hip and have that joint remain, you know, so so that um, the remaining cartilage there isn't getting ground down as much and the muscles are holding it much better in place in my core. And that's really unlimited. I, you know, I have no real limits in those other areas. At least I've not got anywhere close to them, at, uh, you know, unlimited in terms of what I can can do, at, you know, going into my 51st year. So, uh that's a really big thing, you know, for me to start looking at. And I think you really start looking now at, at the health uh, system, at, you know, what, what's possible. I think we're going to see biotech as, you know, one of the major shifts that the majority of the population are going to see. Because, of course, you know, as we all age and we all head towards, you know, our end of our 3D lives, you know, we are going to have more health issues. I mean, it's just by being alive, your body is getting, is getting used. And, um, you know, probably... Those of us who can, you know, kind of keep ourselves relatively healthy for another 25, 30 years, 
uh, probably can benefit from all of these new technologies. They're going to feel like they're coming online simultaneously because one of the big things we talk about here on the Exhibition podcast about experiential innovation is that it's exponential. Uh, we maybe believe we've been on these linear paths, right? A bit more of X and you get more of Y, like whatever the equation is, like, you know, Y equals 2X, 3X, 4X squared, whatever, like it's some sort of straight line. So the actual truth, that's a lie. So the actual truth is that we've always been on a curve, except this has been kind of doubling a point zero zero one, point zero 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 two, point zero 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 four, uh, you know, and so on, just double, 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 but at very, very small amounts to the extent that it appeared and felt like to all intents and purposes was to be treated as a linear path. We've always been on an exponential curve. And now what we're seeing is, um, you know, we're starting to get up into the, you know, 8, 32, 64, 128, um, you know, times the unit uh, that we were used to working with, right? So um, it, you could relate it to like time, for example. So if you're used to working in a day at a time, and now we're working at like 128 days or 256 days or 512 days. So one day you're toodling along at, you know, 128 you know, unit days of production and value every day. And then the next day, it's 256. And the next day, it's 512. And the next day, it's 1024. So you start to get the sense of, you know, things are appearing almost, you know, simultaneously. So that curve, that exponential curve is almost going to a vertical. So you think of like the horizontal axis as being time. So in this amount of time, almost nothing. If you zoomed in, it's definitely some amount of time. Uh, but basically feels like, you know, in this amount of time on, on the x-axis, on the y-axis, you've got a vertical line. And so how do you, how do you react to that? Uh, my point is you cannot. There is no way for a human being to react to that. It's like saying, you know, uh, just quickly run, you know, 100 miles in a minute, you know, uh, or even go at 100 miles an hour, right? A car can do that. That machine can do that. Humans cannot do that. Uh, we're just not set up to do that, at least at this point in time. I don't think I probably ever, nor would we probably want to. So um, it's like that. And uh, so the rate of innovation uh, is just going to be, you know, uh, such that I believe what's going to happen in healthcare is we're going to start externalizing our health, right? We'll have machines that are start telling us not only physical stuff, but even like reading, you know, chemical and um, electrical signals, right? Which you're getting into how the brain functions and knowing what our serotonin levels are uh, in our brain and knowing, you know, are we happy? Are we going to be happy? And then you get into the networked approach of that where, okay, if this, what is the vibe of Austin, Texas? You know, what, what, how happy is the whole city? You can extract all, just like Google Maps can extract all the data or ways or whatever and tell you where the speed of the traffic is and rewrite you. And, you know, so the same as with automated vehicles, they can go very, very fast, very, very close together. You know, this is the kind of the dream, the utopian dream. I think we need to work our way towards it. But, um, Knowing all of this, we, we actually could, you know, start to have devices that will tell us if we're happy or not, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, it's possible, is what I'm saying. So what we're really looking at in healthcare, as with all of these dimensions of human experience, um, we can actually hybridize with the technology. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of jobs will be lost and impacted. Uh, you know, once one hospital has that, you know, they already are uh, kind of keyhole surgery robots, there already are, you know, machines that can read, you know, uh, and do what a radiolo radiologist does and read reports and read scans way better than humans. These things are, you know, in very select areas. Uh, artificial AI, machine learning is in very specific kind of narrow modes at the moment. It's quite dumb intelligence, actually. It's not that bright at all. 
But, you know, very quickly, you know, how long? It's just a matter of buying it, putting it in, people doing the operations. I'm just picking surgery for as an example because I always think surgery is such, you know, I mean, it's definitely a highly educated field and just incredible work gets done. Um, but you can see it maybe just in the battlefield, right, where you have a, a battlefield robot that can do a whole bunch of work, right? There's new technologies coming in to repair wounds, get soldiers back on their feet, you know, all sorts of things communicating back to a central global database and, you know, seeing exactly what's going on in the body, what needs to be done, um, you know, maybe some way to hermetically, you know, expand some flittable, sealable thing that would, you know, connect drones to it and just lift, you know, soldiers off the battlefield and in some sort of homeostasis unit and take care of them in some sort of, you know, um, state until, you know, until they're, you know, at some high, high altitude and just taken back to a base and drop back, you know, um, you know, many, many futurist uh, views of what uh, can be done. And once we start um, discovering ways to, to blend with this technology, I think healthcare is going to be probably one of the areas where we don't actually go get healthcare. We become our own healthcare unit. It's one of the big themes, I think, in uh, in this uh, future that we're looking at. Like, you're going to be uh, more and more self-aware um have more technology that's keeping you up to date and there will be impacts right so the 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 message in all this how you raise your consciousness is be aware like get yourself informed of what's coming uh i think it's going to be a glorious future i'm definitely positive about the technology that's coming in and there's going to be social impacts right as um you know just primarily in the world of automation automating away jobs and then the social impact of that and uh, then who owns that who runs that and really the future is about data I mean data is really the new oil so you know if you data is just not data right it's how it's organized is it clean is it correct is it useful uh, and then you start to think about humans how they you know humans uh, are you know what privacy and what data they reveal about themselves how you secure your own data and become your own trust unit of one right so you don't have to go trust anybody else you are your own trust unit and maybe blockchaining that with others across a massive database that you want to connect with and sharing information and data, right? Uh, and knowing, you know, kind of what's going on. Like maybe you could even see the spread of a of influenza and right, kind of get who's person zero, right? And go help and treat them immediately um, like that. So uh, many, many ways, right? Which With uh, colossal implications for society. And I think that's the main issue. And one of the biggest themes is, how do we culturally, socially, rapidly get what's going on and also, you know, take on the benefits of the technology? Uh, for sure, the technology is already here and is expanding and growing exponentially. So, um, you know, perhaps start looking at um, looking inwards as an inside job, another theme, right? That, um, you know, we can actually holistically take care of our own health and work with technology to uh, ensure that we are uh, healthy, wealthy, and wise uh, on through the 21st century. Thanks. Bye for now. Hi, this podcast is supported by patreon.com forward slash exovation. The uh, anchor.fm forward slash exovation forward slash support site, uh, which actually helps me produce this podcast. And most simply by you, the wonderful listener, 
all you need to do is actually just listen to the podcast including the ad from whatever advertiser i have that particular episode and uh auto magically anchor will send a payment through to uh, keep the lights on here at the podcast and keep this podcast coming thank you so much Oh, and two other quick things. Uh, If you're on iTunes, if you could uh, give me some stars and a comment, I hear that that helps uh, spread the word about the podcast. And uh, I think if you're on anchor.fm, that you can uh, favorite me and uh, it tells me that you can leave a voice message for requests for podcasts or comments and stuff like that so any interaction like that would be great and finally you can find me at gmeta g-m-e-t-a at g-m-e-t-a on twitter for uh keeping up to date with what i'm thinking about uh i'll be building a new twitter account pretty soon too so that's it for now bye